Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Not A UX Designer. This is a show all about UX design and um, the different means and ways and methods that UX designers use uh, today. I am your host, Verma Henry, and for those who don't know me, I'm a product designer and digital strategist based in Johannesburg, Gauteng. I run the Google Design Sprint to help agile teams especially uh, build better products uh, with speed and really understanding who their users are. So without further ado, I would like to jump into our podcast today, which is why run a usability test or rather how to run a usability test uh, i'll be talking about why run a usability test what a usability test is and how to run this uh, cool validation um, task um, that is really crucial for i think is really crucial for every product success because you uncover what your products actually need early on in the design process. Well, it depends where you put your usability test within your design process. So usually in my world, we run usability tests on the last day of the design sprint. Uh, If you'd like to know more about design sprints, you can check out my other content on the podcast or on my website, uh, but I will be talking with 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 the assumption that you know what design sprints are if you're on this podcast and also just where to put that within other generic design processes. So what is a usability test? Um, I think it's really a method of testing the functionality of your product this is usually a digital product this might be a website or an app or any other digital products that you know um, you are trying to see if your users can complete the core tasks um, within their user journey or their the flow um, and that is really what it is in the nutshell it's about Um, understanding the desirability and the usability of your product with real customers this is a way of really getting um, early feedback depending on where you put your usability tests uh, within your design process so why is running a usability so important i think some of the biggest things are that you know it really helps you understand how your product your digital product works and you know where your users are getting lost or confused um it it helps you understand the core features that you have in your product and if your customers or your users can actually complete those specific core tasks that you want them to um, complete within their user journey so this could be uh, a sign up process on your app it could be sort of like a subscription process on your app or just really any other core feature of how to use your app um, it's also a great way to um, you know pick up those usability issues and some of the bugs that you might have depending on the level and fidelity of your prototype some people have prototype that already has a little bit of code in it and you might start picking where the bugs are Um, but depending on the fidelity of your prototype really um, this is a way of encountering usability issues that you might have 
um, that affect the overall experience and really notice any other usability issues or desirability issues that your product might have early on in the process now if you're using the design sprint then you will be able to learn these things way early on uh, within the process of of you designing coming up with the idea and designing and prototyping so this is actually a great way of figuring out what your product is going to look like and i think it's also a great way to develop empathy with your users because usually we jump right into ideation and you know figuring out how the product is going to work in our own terms as the product owners or the people who have the know-how around what we're trying to make our user achieve or you know whatever goal that we think our user is trying to achieve and really not think about the user and you know running a usability test is a way to really empathize with the customers or the users that are going to be using this product and trying to see what are some of the difficulties that they might be getting um, within the process and this also just gives you an idea of how to uh, get the buy-in for your users if you're trying to drive change with your product this is also a very great way of um, of of how to how to you know get that insight and um, get the information that you need early on now I'm going to move on onto the different methods and ways you can approach usability testing obviously usability testing can be done with the new the most top ways that you can do it is you know through facilitated usability testing or you know unfacilitated so some people like to say moderated or not moderated uh, there's also concepts around doing usability in person or remotely uh, and also there's also other methods around you know what um, what will you be using if you're you know doing moderated or unmoderated uh, user testing you know so it's between those 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 four ends really is it moderated or not uh, is it remote or in person and those are the four dynamics that play around the different methods that you would um, think of running a usability test so let's just start with moderated versus unmoderated also you know a facilitated versus unfacilitated a facilitated usability test is whereby you actually sit with a with a with a customer or user of your product and you take them through um, a step-by-step -step, um, questionnaire or or, or process or scenario that you'd like them to complete or or achieve a certain thing within uh, within a flow or a customer journey uh, so obviously the unmoderated part will be similarly the same but instead of you being physically in the room with a person uh, we are talking about you know um, having questions or a different questionnaire that will take them that will set the tone of what you're trying to achieve and you know take them through the step-by-step -step process of what they're trying to do so there are a lot of platforms and ways where you can track what's happening within 
the usability test like where are the other users you know uh, clicking first uh, if they manage to achieve um, the, the task in a certain number of time so there's really different ways of measuring the different tasks and goals that you try and your users to achieve um, but other than that you know that is you know the difference between moderated and unmoderated um, usability testing uh, let me move on on to remote versus in-person and that basically says it for itself uh, remote usability testing is whereby you're sitting remotely this also could be a facilitated or just observing usability test or you know obviously you'll be doing this via Skype or any other platform that is designed for usability testing I like using uh, Hotjar or Dovetail or Fullstory uh, to really get an extra layer of information around what the user is doing what are the errors that the system is throwing back at us and what have you uh, but basically in-person or remote usability testing uh, says it, it says everything out for itself it's really that it's whether you are there with a person or you are running this remotely and this could be moderated or you know um, just um, observing purely um, Another set of scenario that you like to look at user testing is uh, is it sort of like controlled? Is it in a controlled environment? Are you asking the user to come within your environment and take them through this specific tasks or is it guerrilla testing you are going out into the users uh, environment or out where you think your users will be using this specific product and putting it in front of them and asking them to complete certain tasks now both have their pros and cons I'm not gonna get into a lot of detail around that but I think um, guerrilla testing is a web when you go out and test with your product with your users in their own environments or out and about uh, I think it's very effective in a way that they don't feel sort of like that controlled environment feeling uh, and usually they're also using um, devices and language that they are familiar with they don't feel that they're being paid to do something so the feedback is usually a little bit more honest whereas your controlled usability tests have got a different feel to them you know they are sometimes they are a bit tense uh, if you don't know how to comfort your user into the into the room and you know into the process sometimes your users might find it hard to use certain devices so for example let's say you're running your usability test uh, of a website and you give your users a mac and some of the users might not be used to using mac and all those components so be really structured and careful around you know um, choosing whether you want to do a usability test in a controlled environment or in a more gorilla style out there and about you know go into a starbucks meet with the users and uh, talk to them about what they would like to you know do and ask them you know take them through the the, the goal completion test that you would want to do in any usability test 
so yeah that is uh the different methods um which are binded by four aspects really is it moderated is it not is it uh remote or in person i think those are the four different um aspects or attributes that affect your usability your usability test and how it would uh go down um before i i, I proceed so proceeding further, I just wanted to clarify a couple of things that are not usability tests so that people don't get confused uh, going on further into this podcast. A usability tests are not A-B testing. You're not going to put a product in front of a person and say, do you like this version or that version? It's really trying to sit down with the customer or user trying to complete a specific task that is within your customer journey or your user flow. Um, usability tests are not focus groups you're not con- conducting this with multiple people this is really a one-on-one session with people um, usability tests are not surveys you're not going to send out you know a list of questions and answer this is really an activity thing your users actually are trying to achieve a specific goal that they would be achieving in real life using your product um, of course you can use other things like heat mapping software um, and you know user acceptance testing methodology around it but it's not really those things and it's a way of validating so going back to the definition that I gave in the in the in when I started the podcast you know it's really about testing the functionality and trying to figure out if your user can achieve a specific goal that you would like them to achieve using your product in real life so moving on forward i wanted to just answer some of the questions around why i think some of the reasons for you to run a usability test you know um so and some of the scenarios as well so the first thing that comes up to me is validating an idea or a prototype so this is where we go back to design sprints uh, we always validate our prototype or idea using a usability test on the last day of the design sprint but this could also be part of your design process your ux design process whereby you come up with an idea but before you really go ahead full swing with it you can validate your prototype with real users so that you have uh, feedback around what's working and what's not working and make small tweaks uh, before you go full swing and you know uh, give people this product uh, the other thing is finding issues in complex flows so also it's just about you know um, taking through your user and trying to figure out if they can if they have any issues or if they can if they actually stop along the way of trying to achieve a certain goal in a complex flow so this could be you know uh, when you're coming up with very complex uh, systems that you're trying to build for you know b2b businesses or public you know interfacing digital platforms as well uh, that might have a lot of complex uh, options and 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 different variables within the flow you know uh, of the specific goal that the customer is trying to achieve um, it's also a good way to gather unbiased opinions so i always say that you know when i'm sitting with my customers or my clients uh, and they ask me why I did a specific, um, why I made a specific design choice. 
because I always validate my ideas with real users, I always refer back to, you know, that unbiased opinion, that real feedback from a person who will be using this thing in real life, you know, to say, you know what, John said that, you know, it will work better if this happens. Or I observed that Jane could not complete this task because of this specific um, thing that they could not do. So it's both things that you observe and both things that you hear. Uh, but, you know, it's about gathering that unbiased opinion around the product or service or completing the specific journey that they're trying to um, complete within your product. Um, another thing is to really uh, gather great insight and create, you know, um, and create an, an, an overall picture of what's the desirability and the usability of your product, really. Um, but yeah, I think those are some of the main reasons why you should be running a design sprint uh, to unpack what your product does before you actually get into the market. Now, a lot of people do what I call opinionated design and it's perfect to a point, you know, so I think it's it's um, it's very important for us to bring our expert opinions around how certain things work or how we feel that people are going to react to certain things but I think the at the end it's the customer's voice that should be the largest in the room to say okay this works for me this doesn't work for me I think I will stop the process here because I don't trust the system or I just don't find this thing attractive and actually would never really use it because it doesn't you know um, apply to the goals that I'm trying to achieve in life you know so over the overall objective of running uh, a usability test is trying to figure out the desirability and the usability of your product so what are the steps of running a usability um, test i'm going to go through this really quick uh, because i'm trying to make this podcast rather short uh, for those people that have uh, i've been seeing the listening rate and it falls after you know a couple of minutes well not a couple of minutes about you know within that 15 to 20 minutes so i always try and make my podcast you know around 15 to 20 minutes long uh, 30 minutes the most so what are some of the steps that um, that you actually go through and you know how do you actually run a usability test so the first one is to plan the session really be ready um, try to figure out what you're trying to get out of the session what are some of the problems that you're trying to sort of um, address um, do you have a specific hypothesis that you would like to address and see if you know um, this thing actually works or not um, if, try and figure out what are the types of users that you want to test with remember you're not testing the users you're testing your product so it's not testing the users it's testing your products I just wanted to repeat that and what are the questions that you would like to ask do you want to give them a specific scenario uh, do you want to ask them to complete a specific goal um, do you want to ask them how the colors look or how they feel about where the buttons are so try and figure out what are some of the questions that you would like to ask and obviously there are things like the logistics part of the of the of the of the 
of the usability test you know are you are you are you running it remotely are you running it in person you know is it moderated is it not and you know depending on your answers to those four things um it's really about you know what is your recording setup how are you gonna uh, conduct this thing do you have the room ready uh, do you know if your users have got proper internet connection so that you can go through this smoothly um, how are you going to share screens and all of that all of those uh, other things you know so uh, if you're testing with users that are not in the same uh, country as you are or is in the or within the same same time zone you know how will you manage that and go about that so there's also that logistical part of things that you have to think and go through as well um, the second part will be to recruit uh, participants now there are different ways of doing this and also depending if you're doing a controlled type of um, usability test or, or more of a guerrilla usability test so if you're doing a control type of um, usability test you can uh, use a hiring agency you can sort of like use your website you know with a pop-up um, thing that asks people if they would like to give extra feedback so there's many ways you can use social media channels you can use you know uh, public uh, advertising boards uh, give people uh, a small incentive to 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 run the usability test with you uh, there are really different ways of trying to figure out of gathering these people and getting them on in into the room uh, but if you're doing a gorilla type of you know based uh, usability test try and figure out where are your users how old are they what do they look like you know that kind of thing and try and target the different places where you think that those people could be this could be in coffee shops they could be um, around bookshops it could be around um, sort of like events and whatever places that you might want to target and go through but that'll be the second part of recruiting the participants or identifying your 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 test participants that you would like to test your product with the third steps will be designing the tasks identifying what questions you want to ask these people and you know it's really about you know how do you position this and make that scenario where you want the person to go from point a to point b um do you want to test the whole user flow do you want to test a specific part of your user flow whatever the case might be uh, the third the third thing is to is to set up the scenario and design the questions and the tasks that you would like your user to to complete and the fourth part really is to run the session so running the session is also uh, quite a critical thing um, it's really about you know how do you run the session who will be in the other room collecting the data how are you gonna collect the data um, how are you gonna pivot when things don't go well within your session and how are you gonna be able to actually achieve you know how many whatever amount of 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 sessions that you've 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 scheduled you know are you gonna do it within a day all of those things you have to figure them out before you run the session obviously but you know 
running the session is is really about how you're going to execute everything so in my typical case how I'd run the session is that um, I I invite the the user into the room the user or the customer into the room I really warm them up by introducing them to myself and what the product is uh, making them understand that we're testing the product and not them and if anything is broken really it's not their fault and they should be really feel comfortable to to open up and 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 share their views and opinions around what they think so it's it's a way of trying to really ask them to speak out loud and position their thoughts uh, straight as they are to you so that will be the first step that I'll go to um, after that I'll go into the first step of you know um, trying to understand who they are and just get an idea a basic idea of, of of what are some of the persona attributes that would like to validate you know if that person is actually who we think they are so this could be age what devices they use what other services similar to the product that we're validating they use because usually people do a lot of comparisons around services and stuff like that so if you're if you're designing let's say an entertainment uh, platform you might want to ask them if they use other entertainment platforms within your your sort of like persona validation and after you do that persona validation and getting to understand them a little bit more then you jump in into your into your first task and go through the different tasks that you have uh, try and not lead the person with questions like oh would you like if that was on the left side if they want it on the left side let the user tell you that I would prefer this specific button on the left side because I am a Microsoft a Windows user or I am a Mac user whatever the reason might be but try not to lead them on with 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 questions that sort of like imply answers around you know specific things and it might be hard for you to take notes while you're in the room so it's always important to have a team on the other side of the wall or on the other side of the end of the Skype call uh, being able to take notes and the best way that I've found to take notes is to have different swimming lanes or lanes where you have what the specific where is the specific user so for example if you've got an onboarding journey you sort of like have step one step two step three of your onboarding journey and you have those different lanes and you use sticky notes to describe what the user is doing on each part of the step within that journey and after that you can then consolidate all those sticky notes into you know things that people like what they didn't like you know what is it that they understood what is it that they didn't understand and all the all of that stuff this is the stuff that they suggested uh, but I would use swimming lanes that's what I call them I don't know you know how else to explain them I'll use swimming lanes and sticky notes with every step of the process you know within our scenario that we're trying to test um, use sticky notes for every step uh, just observing what the user is saying or, and doing and writing it down in a very simple uh, one-line statement so one idea per sticky note um, on the wall and then consolidate that after so that is how I 
normally sort of like do my 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 usability my usability test uh, there are a lot of things that you would you know develop as a facilitator a long time you know there are skills around how would you pivot how would you go around um, controlling a certain meltdown in the room and those kind of things but I'll leave that to you to sort of like figure out along the way there are so many variables with all the usability tests that I've been in uh, for for me to cover in in one well within this podcast I think that's actually a, a whole topic for a different podcast that I should look at um, the different scenarios of you know uh, what happens in a design in a, in a usability test and how to deal with them so that is number four run the session and I gave you a short overview of how I run my sessions and number five is really sort of like analyzing the insights crunching the data putting them into one thing and like I mentioned earlier, the best way to do this is to put them, you know, what did the user understand, what they, what did the user did not understand, what did they like, what did they dislike, and what were the suggestions that they gave. So again, we have those four different, those four, five different attributes on a wall somewhere, and we'll start picking the sticky notes from the different swimming lanes and putting them into these buckets so that we start understanding from the five users users that we test with or how however many um, users that you test with we start figuring out what do people really understand about the product what did they like what did they dislike and what were some of the suggestions on which part of the of the flow that we have so so that is how I usually collect the data and analyze it and obviously put that all digitally and you know put it in an executive pack so that you can give it back to stakeholders uh, something that they would quickly look at and understand you know uh, what are the main issues that they need to address and I'll also create a detailed report for the designers and the developers um, and it depends with what you find in the in the in the usability test remember a usability test is about validating a hypothesis really so this could be validating or invalidating the hypothesis so it depends what you what what your next steps are depending on what are the outcomes of the usability test but basically those are the five main um, steps on how to run a usability test so plan the session recruit your participants uh, set the scenario um, run the session and analyze and give feedback on on what you found out um, I hope that you run usability tests in whatever product that you design because again I think that it is a real um, big success factor of any product that is out there I hope that you enjoyed this show and found some a lot of insight around how to do this on your own uh, I am more than happy to answer any questions that you might have just um, use the hashtag design sprint essay that's one word design sprint essay on Facebook Twitter Instagram and LinkedIn I am on those social platforms and I you know regularly look at that um, specific hashtag and try and answer any questions that come around you know uh, whether it's a design sprint question or any of the material that I take out really um, yeah Thank you for joining me for this podcast. I hope to 
um, meet you in the next one. I hope that you join me for listening to the next podcast. And till we meet again, I'm out. <laughs>